The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you, And from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment... What credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. One quick stab is all that David needed to do to make his life immediately easier. He was a man who was wanted and pursued by the king. He was on the run for his life, having to look over his shoulder all the time. He was separated from his family. He didn't have a reliable source for food. He had all these followers who were fugitives of the king who were looking to him to provide for them. David was under a lot of stress. And not only could that have all been taken away immediately, he could have claimed the kingship. He could have made himself king. But he didn't. And I think it's because the man who wrote, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. Only goodness and kind love will follow me forever. He understood something of God enough to see the big picture. That God was taking care of him, that this was God's work, and that what he needed to do was let God work. One of my first assignments as an oblate, 
was uh, teaching a summer program of remedial catechism. And it was a tough assignment. My only experience up to that point had been teaching high school honor students, and this was a very different dynamic. I was intimidated, not sure how to handle it and what to do, and under a lot of stress about how to deal with this really big group of kids who did not want to be there. I kind of felt like I'd been hung out to dry. And it was hard for that first week. And the second week, something happened where God gave me a little insight to realize that this wasn't all about me and what I was doing. It wasn't about making anybody behave or making anybody learn. These were God's children. This was God's work. And I had to let him work. And once I realized that and realized I've been given helps here. You know, my superior gave me a chaperone who knows all these children, who's able to work with them. I have a DRE who's really good and knows her stuff and can make this a lot easier for me. And that I need to pray for these children. I need to do good to them. And I need, above all, to let God work. And all these years later, I don't know what happened to any or all of those, those children who were in that class, those high schoolers. But I trust that what happened there was part of God's work and that God is still working. Because when we look at what Jesus says and hear what he tells us, it seems like a really tall order. Love your enemies. Do good to those who persecute you. I can't see how in my own power I could fulfill that unless I take a different perspective and see that God's really doing the heavy lifting. Saul was a man who took pride in his persecution of Christians. He was good at his job. And his job was to arrest and take away in chains those who were professing the Christian faith. And that changed in one instant when the Lord intervened in his life. Because God has the power to make his enemies his friends. I don't have to do that. (laughs) In comparison to that, to love, to do good, to bless and pray for others doesn't seem like all that much. If I am willing to let God work, God does the work. God does the heavy lifting. We see that in the story of David. He wasn't persecuted for his whole life. He became the king. Under his reign, his people received the most blessings that they ever received from God. Of David, it said, not once but twice in Scripture, 
that he was a man after God's own heart. And it was because we can see that he understood God is at work. My job is to let him work. So for, for me and myself, when I hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. When I think that God is the one who does the real work. God is the one who makes enemies his friends. I do this small part. I do this through daily acts. I do it every time I go to the confessional. I do it every time I come to the altar to receive the substance of God's own love that enables me to carry on in this mission. But ultimately, my part is to stand back and let God work.